Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Are you caring for an aging parent? Are you searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you, providing information, education, and resources, helping you become the best caregiver you can be. I'm your host, Steve Keeker. Hello and welcome to Senior Care Live. I'm Steve Keeker, president of Senior Care Consulting, Thanks so much for tuning in today. You are appreciated. Senior Care Live is the nation's premier radio program, providing information, education, and resources for seniors and their caregivers. This is a safe place to get accurate and reliable information you can absolutely count on. Each and every week, we discuss important issues such as how to remain independent in your own home, how to find the right senior care community, how to pay for the high cost of senior care, and legal issues involving elder law and estate planning. We also discuss senior-related health issues and how to care for the caregiver. As always, if you have a question, you can reach us on our toll-free number anytime. That's 1-800-331-6445. 1-800-331-6445. And don't forget, you can also visit the website at Senior Care Live. Dot com And I get a lot of contact from listeners and questions. And uh, without naming names, uh, I, I think I'm going to start sharing some of those questions and then my response or my answers to those questions uh, on air. Because if we have some of our listeners asking, then uh, a lot of other listeners may have the same question. I think it's just a good prompt uh, to maybe share with everyone. So uh, I'll probably start sharing some of those, maybe even as early as later in this program. So how about that? All right. So last week, I talked about Medicaid and how to qualify for Medicaid uh, from the perspective of, uh, of, of living in a long-term care community, also known as a nursing home, uh, what it pays for uh, in, in that nursing home. Uh, I also discussed the spend down and what happens to your income each and every month while you're living in, again, 
long-term care or otherwise known as a nursing home while you're on Medicaid. And I ran out of time to explain uh, Medicaid and if it pays for the assisted living level or not. And if it does, what happens to your income each and every month? Uh, So let me just give a quick review. I'm just going to touch on this quickly and then move on uh, again, Medicaid from the assisted living perspective. And if you want more information on this, just go to the website again, seniorcarelive.com, go to the podcast section, and then uh, you can click on last week's episode where I unpack this in a lot more detail. But just a quick Overview, Uh, Medicaid is a government-level, federal-level program, uh, but it's administered state by state. So there are state differences very specific to each state, okay? And it's not the same as Medicare. Medicare is your health insurance. Medicaid uh, is uh, uh, coverage. uh, And again, for the purposes of talking about assisted living and uh, nursing home, I like to call it a safety net that says if you should outlive your your assets and you need care uh, that medicaid program will help pay for the majority of that care Uh, now last week i talked about dividing your assets into two categories number one you have exempt assets so uh, off the table and irrelevant and not counted Uh, your house is exempt for now a car a prepaid funeral plan, we talked about that, a small amount of life insurance, and then all of the stuff in your house. Uh, So what is a countable asset? Just think liquid assets. So so your your checking, savings, money market, mutual funds, CDs, those sort of things, uh, uh, most of the time there are always exceptions. And again, state by state, uh, it gets, uh, I don't want to get too far in the weeds today. This is why an elder law attorney is worth every single penny that you'll pay them to do this properly and correctly. Uh, but uh, uh, but j- just think your, leg- your, your, your liquid assets and you have to spend those down. And an example I used, $50,000 and you have to spend that down. It could be any dollar amount. You can spend that down to 4000 in Missouri, 2000 in Kansas. And again, most of the states in our country are very similar. Basically, you're just about broke, <laughs> right? Uh, but once you spend down and hit those trigger points, then you would qualify. And then I talked about, and again, I'm just skimming over this as a quick review to get to the assisted living part of this. I also talked about what happens uh, to your income each and every month. Your income calculation is completely separate uh, from your asset calculation. So you have your total monthly income, say Social Security, maybe a small pension, whatever it is. Right off at the top of that, you take enough out to pay for your health insurance. That's going to be your Medicare premiums. And then in Kansas, you keep 62 bucks a month. Don't spend it all in one place. <laughs> you get to keep 50 bucks a month in Missouri. And again, most states, very, very similar. You get a dollar or two a day for some petty cash to buy a, a Diet Coke and a Snickers bar or whatever. Uh, and then whatever's left over goes to the nursing home as a copay. And Medicaid pays them uh, the difference. So Medicaid usually pays uh, the majority of that cost. So that's a quick review. So what happens in assisted living? Okay, so this gets a little convoluted. and It's kind of hard to explain, but I really feel like I need to do this. Uh, In assisted living, and I'm going to say specifically in the state of Kansas, 
There's a program called HCBS, Home and Community-Based Services. It's a program within the Medicaid umbrella, if you will, and it will pay for the assisted living level, but it won't pay for the whole amount. It'll only pay for the support services, that's what I call them, uh, when they, when you receive help with your activities of daily living. So they'll help for uh, to pay for staff helping you with your bathing, dressing, grooming, meal preparation, giving your medicine on time, uh, you know, all transportation all the sort of things they will not this is at the assisted living level they will not pay for the cost of your apartment that evil apartment that you have <laughs> now remember assisted living is not a medical model like the nursing home level long-term care that's a medical model assisted living is a social model it's looked at very differently by our government and by the medicaid program so well you have the cost of an apartment so we're not going to pay for that but we'll pay for all this other stuff okay so the assisted living facility has to break out their their billing their pricing to daily supportive services and then room and board the the cost of that apartment medicaid again will pay for that daily support services or you know most of it uh, room and board is the responsibility of the resident and it's almost always higher than the resident's income so what that means is we usually have a shortfall and the family has to make up that shortfall. That's what I refer to as the family contribution. So to know what that looks like, you have to move over into that monthly income calculation. It's very different. Remember in a nursing home, uh, you get to keep a whopping 62 bucks a month in Kansas or $50 a month in Missouri. Uh, but the calculation is different. So you take your total income minus the cost of your Medicare premiums. That's the same. And instead of deducting 50 or $62, you get to deduct and keep $746 per month as the resident's protected income. That's kind of a, a you know, that's what uh, Medicaid calls it. Your protected income. That's protected. $746. And you're thinking, wait a minute, that sounds pretty good. Right. But that sounds good for about another two seconds here. <laughs> you take that seven hundred and forty six dollars and you put that toward your room and board charge and you're usually short. So for some easy math, let's say the room and board charge, the cost of your apartment is one thousand two hundred and seventy six dollars and you put your seven hundred and forty six dollars towards that. That means that you're five hundred dollars a month short. And that is what I refer to as the family contribution so the family would have to come up with five hundred dollars each and every month to make that work and i've worked with senior care consulting i've worked with lots of families uh, for example uh, one of my one of my favorite families i ever worked with we had four sons they loved they loved their parents dearly and uh and i i helped them through senior care consulting find a fantastic assisted living community and um and they said, we understand that you know, Medicaid is going to fall short. We're all willing uh, to chip in, uh, you know, $300, $400 a month each. Uh, so, you know, we had you know, $1,200 to $1,600 a month to work with. Well, I was able to find a fantastic place that had a $600 per month shortfall, $600 a month family contribution, all four brothers chipped in 150 bucks and boom, we made that work. 
right? So, and sometimes the family cannot chip in. The f- extra funds are not there and that's okay. We'll just go a different direction. But uh, that's what we're looking at uh, when when we're looking at Medicaid paying for assisted living in the state of Kansas, very specifically because, again, the HCBS program does allow that. Now, because it's such a mess and a lot of families cannot make up that difference, most assisted living facilities now in our area on the Kansas side of the state line uh, do not work with Medicaid, but there still are several that do, and they're great places. So uh, I just wanted to cover that briefly here in the first part of the segment. Hopefully that makes sense. If you have questions, again, you can reach out to me anytime, and I'll, I'll be glad to uh, try to help out uh, if I can. All right, the Senior Care Live question of the week In Missouri, Medicaid will pay for the assisted living level of care. Is that statement true or false? We'll have the answer right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, call us on our toll-free number anytime. It's 1-800-331-6445. 1-800-331-6445. And don't forget, you can stream this program to any electronic device. Super easy. Go to Senior Care Live. Click on the big microphone right there on the home page or the listen live button. Give it a few seconds to connect and then it'll start streaming to your phone, tablet, computer, whatever you have. And it really is that simple. And don't forget to download the radio.com app and you can find Senior Care Live through Talk 980 AM on the radio.com app. One really cool feature of that one, you can pause it just like you'd pause your DVR. You can pause it and go get a drink and come back and just resume. You can rewind it. That's a really cool feature for audio, and I'm really glad to see that. So uh, lots of people are discovering Senior Care Live on the Radio.com app. So check it out. Right back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. In Missouri, Medicaid will pay for the assisted living level of care. Is that statement true or false? And the answer is... True. The answer is true. However, it might as well be false or functionally false. So I just explained in the first segment what Kansas will pay, which is not enough, but uh, sometimes it is workable. But in the state of Missouri, they will pay, and and this, I'm not mad at Missouri. I'm just pointing out some of these drastic differences uh, with the way the states interpret uh, interpret this and will pay out. So Missouri will pay a whopping, hold on, hold your breath, whopping $292 a month toward your assisted living costs. Dear Missouri, why bother? I mean, seriously, oh, we pay for assisted living through the Medicaid program. How much you pay? Three, four, five thousand. Oh, no, two, two hundred and ninety two dollars. 
right? I mean, are you kidding me? So if you have a, let's say you have an income of say 2000 per month and the assisted living facility costs $6,000 per month, you're short by $4,000, $292 will not get you close enough. It's, not, it's just not even remotely close. So again, why bother? So that's just a huge difference. That's just a huge difference. And uh, I work with a lot of families living in Missouri uh, that will move to Kansas just to take advantage of some of the differences in the application of Medicaid and the, and the rules and the policies. Uh, and sometimes it could go the other way. Sometimes you might want to move to the state of Missouri uh, because the uh, there's an advantage, there's a policy advantage in that state versus Kansas. So it can go both ways. But uh, uh, how about that for the question of the week? Pretty good stuff. All right. So I'm going to I'm going to introduce a new segment. It's a senior care news update. It's a news report affecting seniors and their caregivers. It'll be a new segment uh, uh, each week, uh, pretty much each week on Senior Care Live. And maybe by next week or two, we'll have a really fun sounder um uh, that introduces uh, senior care in the news or the senior care news update or something like that. We'll have some fun with it. Uh, but this is uh, uh, from the centers of the CDC. All right. Revisions were made by the CDC, which is Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. So I'm still not sure why that's not the CDCP, but oh well. <laughs> and this uh, these were made on June, June the 13th, so a couple of weeks ago, to reflect uh, the following for nursing homes, assisted living communities, and other senior communal living situations. So uh, they changed up their recommendations uh, to address COVID-19 testing and uh, of all healthcare personnel, testing of the residents, and then testing in response to an outbreak. So here's some of the uh, following recommendations that they're making. And uh, so, uh, uh, first of all, uh, well, all right. So, so some of the other things that they recommended, you know, testing the same individual more than once in a 24-hour period is not recommended. All right. So I, that, that was an update. And then this one's kind of silly. Clinicians are encouraged to consider testing symptomatic residents for other causes of respiratory illness, for example, influenza, in addition to tested, testing for COVID-19. So, I mean, why you would have to actually state that is interesting to me. Um, we've all heard all, all of the, the death rates are probably really over reported uh, because you could have died from something else. But if COVID-19 was part of the mix, they just label it COVID-19. So uh, I just think that's an interesting one. But testing for staff uh, perform initial COVID-19 testing of all healthcare personnel. Um, and then so you have to have your baseline, right? And then weekly testing thereafter. Now, state and local officials may adjust this recommendation based on circumstances in that particular community, but uh, take the initial test and then weekly testing of staff thereafter. Uh, and then, of course, if you test positive, you have to stay home. You can't return to work for 14 days after symptoms are no longer present. Uh, that's all pretty straightforward. Uh, this is one of the things I, I just I don't like this contact tracing uh, facility leadership and local and state health departments uh, should have a plan for performing contact tracing 
for close contacts of the healthcare personnel that tested positive to COVID-19. So this is where it gets, this is a big brother, real dicey thing to me. Uh, you know, who, who do you live with? What are their names? Where have they been? Where do they work? Uh, have they been to any high risk areas? I mean, you know, big brother is watching you maybe a little too closely on that. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I just I, I don't like it. It makes that makes me uncomfortable when we start getting into that much uh, intrusion. I understand why they want to ask it, but that's starting to get a little bit a little bit much for me. Just my own personal opinion. Uh, resident testing. So uh, similarly, I mean, you have to perform the initial test. And then at least daily, take your temperature of all the residents, ask them about the presence of the symptoms, and then perform another test if a resident shows signs and symptoms of COVID-19. All right. And then uh, uh, clinicians are encouraged to consider testing for other causes of respiratory illness. Same thing. And the same thing on the facility, on the contact tracing. Well, who all have you been around? Well, I've been here and no one's been able to visit me for the last three months. So all my contacts are all of you guys, <laughs> right? That was pretty easy there. Uh, testing in response of an outbreak. An outbreak sounds really serious, but uh, if what is an outbreak? If there is one positive test in a building, that is considered an outbreak. And then repeat the testing every three to seven days for everyone in the building or, or uh, 14 days after the last positive test result. So this uh, update is from our friends at the CDC regarding updated guidelines for nursing homes, assisted living facilities, and other senior communal living situations. And um, and, and be sure to tune into Senior Care Live for more critical news updates. And I'm not just I'm not going to report just general news. This will be very specific news affecting uh, seniors and their caregivers. I'm really excited about this. There's just always tons of news. And uh, and I'm really excited to bring uh, some of that to you each and every week in our new uh, little segment here. And I'll figure out what to call it. If you have uh, any suggestions, email me and I might use I might use uh, your suggested name. And then as a little teaser in the news next week, what if your loved one is living in a nursing home they're on Medicaid and they receive their $1,200 government stimulus check. And what if that puts them over that $2,000 or $4,000 limit? Can they keep it? Tune into next week for our brand new segment, Senior Care in the News. I'll be back with more right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, call us on our toll-free number anytime. That's 1-800-331-6445. 1-800-331-6445. And don't forget, if you ever miss an episode of Senior Care Live, maybe you want to share the program with someone else or maybe you just want to go back and hear it again, no worries at all. Just go to SeniorCareLive.com, click on the podcast tab, and that's where you'll find 
all of the previously aired episodes. Uh, just give us uh, uh, you know, a day or two after this program broadcasts. We'll have it up on the website and just click the one that you want. Uh, they're in chronological order, so the uh, most recent one and then going backwards, of course. Uh, but anyway, click on the one that you'd like. Give it a listen. You can share it. You can like it. Uh, whatever, whatever you want to do. Uh, lots of thousands of people listen to the podcast of this program, so uh, it's a great way to great way to uh, learn that, uh, learn that information, and hear all the great information, interviews with uh, all sorts of expert guests that we have on the program. And you can do that on your own time. Um, if you ever miss an episode, or again, you want to hear it again or share it with someone else, so feel free to do that. All right, so. Have a listener question, and, and this is a this is a really good one because this issue is really starting to become a, a bigger issue, I think. So this is from Tanya S in Kansas City, Missouri. Her question is: How do you know if a service that says they can help you find a place for your mom or dad is like one of the services you've previously discussed on your program? And so, Tanya, thank you uh, for your question. And I thought, you know, I'm going to do this one on air. So you you have a lot of these uh, free referral services out there. And they'll say, oh, we can, you know, we have all these, you know, wonderful people and we can help you find the best place, you know, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. And we're free. That's, Tanya, that's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. I'm, I'm going to explain the difference between uh, my firm and my placement services with Senior Care Consulting versus the free referral services. I'll give you a rundown here in just a second. Uh, but the bottom line is, uh, if it sounds too good to be true, it, it, it probably is. Uh, nothing in this world is uh, is is free. I mean, you're going to have to pay. Somebody's going to have to pay uh, someone for their work and their effort and their services. So if it's free to you, Tanya, then who are they getting paid for? Or who, who, who are they getting paid from? Who is paying them for their recommendations and for their work? And the answer is they get paid by the places they recommend. Now, is that in your best interest, Tanya, or is that in theirs? So what happens is you have all of these companies, and there's there are quite a few of them now. They're kind of popping up like weeds in a in a in a lawn. They're they're starting to they're just they're everywhere. Come see us and we'll help you find, uh, you know, an assisted living community or memory care or you know, nursing care or home care or whatever it is. And we're free. That's the only thing. If you're confused and you wonder how this service works, ask them this simple question. Well, how much does it cost me? Your services sound amazing. How much will this cost me? Oh, you don't have to worry about that, Tanya. These services are free of charge. Now, I understand that free is a very powerful word, and uh, and it's just it's a powerful word. There's no getting around it. But in this case, it's a you get what you pay for type of a situation. So 
these companies run around to all of these assisted living uh, uh, communities and all of these nursing homes and memory care, et cetera, et cetera. And they say, hey, do we have a deal for you? We're going to go out and we're going to generate a bunch of leads and we're going to run ads and uh, and we're going to have Internet uh, in, internet ads and 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 collect responses from internet requests, et cetera. So we're going to do basically a bunch of sales and marketing, and we're going to bring you a bunch of leads, people who may be interested in moving or using your service. And for that, if anyone chooses your service, you will pay us, uh, say, 50% of the first month's cost, 100% of the first month's cost, maybe 150% of the first month's cost. So if we're talking about a $7,500 semi-private or shared room in a long-term care community in our neighborhood here in the KC metro area, uh, you know, you're talking about, you know, 3000 to over $10,000 kickback to convince you to pick one of the places on their list. So they're saying, oh, Tanya, trust me, this is the best place, the very best place for your mom or your dad or your your spouse, your elderly loved one. Trust me, Tanya, this is fantastic. What they don't tell Tanya is the second Tanya moves her mom or her dad, her loved one into that facility, they get a big, fat, gigantic kickback. That... That <laughs> that's at a bare minimum, a gross conflict of interest. I think if you don't disclose that uh, very clearly up front, I, I think that, that in my opinion, I mean, th- that it's unethical. In my opinion, it should be there should be some sort of a liability should be some sort of a legal issue there. In my opinion, there isn't yet. I think it might be coming. Uh, but but the bottom line is. Uh, this is uh, this is a real a, a serious serious issue uh, because you have these companies recommending a very short list of places willing to pay them a giant kickback to convince you to pick that place. Well, what if that place isn't the best fit for your loved one? Oh, Steve. Well, we recommend all places. Oh, really? So uh, several hundred every single facility in our region is signed up and contracted with you and pays you kickbacks? Well, no, not not every single one of them, but but we have a very good list of 15 wonderful places. Oh, so 15 out of 400. Wow. Okay, wow, that's really impressive. So so what, what if the best place for your mom isn't willing to pay to play? And guess what? There are a bunch, I mean a lot of senior care communities that are no longer willing to play that game. They're not going to pay thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to these free referral services for their certain, they're not going to do it. They're going to spend that money and do their own uh, advertising and do it, do it much better and generate a much better quality of lead and control that lead and not have to compete uh, with some other, other communities. So, so this is, uh, I call this the senior care difference. It's on the website, seniorcareconsulting.com. Senior care consulting versus free referral services, which approach is best for you? So senior care consulting, we work for you and represent you and your family. 
the free referral services, they work for area facilities and they represent them. And they only represent a very few of them. They don't represent all of them. Okay, Senior Care Consulting, our job is to help you with critical decisions. The free referral service, their job is to fill their clients' buildings, period. This is only about making sales and making money and increasing the occupancy at the buildings that they represent and receive their giant kickbacks. That is it. That's the bottom line. Uh, We, Senior Care Consulting, we do not accept any reimbursement from any facility. The free referral services are paid huge money by the facilities they recommend. Senior Care Consulting, we research the entire marketplace to find the best fit for your unique situation. The free referral services, they only refer you to a limited number of partner facilities willing to pay them a very large sales commission referral fee or some call it a kickback. Yeah, are you getting are you getting the hint here? <laughs> you getting the picture? <laughs> Which approach is best for you? Senior Care Consulting, when researching the market, we do not provide your personal information. We act as a filter so that you are not contacted by any facility sales representatives. With the free referral services, they forward your very personal information to their limited list of contracted facilities. And then guess what? Guess what happens? The facility sales representatives all contact you immediately at the same time. It is literally a race to see see who can get to you first. Boy, that's exciting, right? All of a sudden, your phone blows up because uh, uh, your information is out there and sent to 10 or 15 aggressive salespeople, and your phone will blow up. They'll drive you completely crazy. Senior Care Consulting, uh, we tour the facilities with you. We conduct a performance audit. You'll only spend about four to five hours in the entire process with us, saving you uh, dozens and dozens of hours. The free referral services, uh, <laughs> most of, the majority of them do not tour the facilities with you. You'll spend hours just returning all the phone calls you receive from aggressive sales personnel And this is only the beginning of your journey with them. And then during the facility tour that with Senior Care Consulting, we conduct a 97-point inspection and performance audit and report to you real-time information in a summary report package. Uh, The free referral services, guess what they'll tell you? They're going to tell you about amenities similar to what you'd hear about when choosing a hotel while planning your next vacation. The differences could not be more stunningly clear. If you want more information about that, contact me at SeniorCareConsulting.com. I'm going to have more right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. 
For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, call us on our toll-free number anytime. That's 1-800-331-6445. 1-800-331-6445. And uh, just as a quick follow-up from that last segment, Tanya, thanks for the question. You can tell that's a hot button for me. <laughs> I, I've operated uh, senior care consulting uh, here in the uh, KC Metro and extended metro area uh, since 2002. I'm really passionate about that. Uh, it, it treat treat families. One of our, our core values is to treat uh, your family as we would treat our own. And I'm dead serious about that. And uh, I just I just can't stand all of these free referral services uh, looking like what senior care consulting offers. Oh, but they're free. So uh, shouldn't we go with them? Well, no, I, well, you can if you want to. Good luck with that. <laughs> but uh, uh, it's a get what you pay for uh, kind of a situation. And uh, I, I frankly, with uh, senior care consulting, I've had to come back in and clean up a lot of messes that a lot of these free referral services have caused just by trying to get someone, even if they're not the best fit or the right fit, just trying to get them into one of their short list of facilities so they can make their giant kickback. I don't know how you sleep at night doing that, but uh, uh, anyway, I'm going to quit ranting on on and on about that. But the, uh, the point is, Tanya, thank you for your question. It's a great question. And, uh, and, and if any of our listeners have questions, uh, I might read your question on air and then answer it. You can just go to SeniorCareLive.com and go to the contact uh, uh, the contact tab and you can fill out the, the contact form and uh, that might be the best way to do that. So, all right. So thanks, Tanya S. in Kansas City, Missouri. All right. And then I get a lot of calls uh, from someone just asking a good question. Hey, you know, we're thinking about, you know, this facility or this other facility. Uh, are, are they good? Are, are these good places? Or um, it's just something really, really general or generic like that. Uh, or someone uh, will say, oh, no, I'm not interested in that particular place. Uh, I've just heard some you know, really negative comments about it. And uh, uh, or, you know, so and so at church says, oh, no, never go there. So I'm, I'm not interested in that. Well, here's the word of warning. I, I think everyone has good intentions uh, when they're warning people. And sometimes, guess what? These warnings are very valid. Uh, but usually uh, it, it, it could be a mixed bag there. So my, my general take on that is don't take someone's word regarding their experience in an assisted living facility or a nursing home. This Your experience could be very, very different from another family across the hall or, uh, you know, or next door to your room or your apartment. Uh, it, it is so subjective. It is unbelievable. I always like to say I could ask 10 people the same simple question. And the, and the question would be this. Hey, what do you think about this place? How's it going? How, how's it going? Or uh, if someone used to live there, you know, how did it go there at, you know, blah, blah, blah place? I could ask the simple question and I could ask 10 people the same basic questions. And guess what's going to happen? I will get 10 different answers. And I'm not kidding. This has been true for, you know, the last 20 years. How's it going? How did it go? What, how, what do you feel about that? Is that a good place or not? Ten, 10 answers from all the way from it was the best place ever to it was the worst place ever. 
right? And, and, and everything in between. And, and here's the problem with this. It's too subjective. You have some people uh, that that expect, you know, if that call light isn't answered in 30 seconds, this is a horrible place. You have some people who say, oh, if they answer the call light in a reasonable amount of time, uh, you know, that's okay with us. So you, you have two wildly differing opinions there. Your loved one could be really, really easy to take care of and not need a lot of help and get along just fine. And that's more of a kind of this positive reflection. Your loved one may need a tremendous amount of care. And there always seems to be something wrong or something missing or something else that needs to be done or something that's not getting done. And all of a sudden that reflects in more of a negative out view. So you have levels of expectations and you can have varying levels of expectations within one single family. I've worked with some families that have four, five, six, seven, you know, siblings and and in-laws and, uh, and and adult children and spouses, and every single one of them have a different idea of what is good care, acceptable care, or poor care. And so, within the same family unit, you could have wildly differing opinions. So, uh, my my take on that is: listen to them. You know, keep it in mind, but do your own research, do your own work, make your own decision based on facts, and then take into consideration those facts plus what you've heard in helping you make that decision. And with Senior Care Consulting, you know, we've helped so many families, just thousands, hundreds of families, thousands of people uh, get it right and get it right the first time. And we do our own homework and we vet the top places that are that are the best fit for your loved one based on a geriatric care assessment. It doesn't get any more objective or thorough than how we approach that search and selection process and then, and then choosing the best fit and where you're in, in good shape in good situation but but we we caution you on listening to others opinions and we would uh, encourage you to do your own homework and your own research uh, and then form your own opinion but take their take these other comments into consideration but don't let that be the driving factor so all right and then just in the last couple of minutes that we have left um, I have <laughs> Wow, I have been contacted several times recently from families who are very upset with their care facilities because, uh, and, and the care may be just fine, but here's the problem. No communication from the assisted living facility or the nursing home. No communication from staff or very poor communication. I have one lady who says, I don't know if my husband is doing well or not. I don't even know if he's there. I've been because guess what? The families cannot go into the buildings right now because of COVID-19. That's a major, major problem. And, and she said, I can't see him. I can't call him. I can't do a FaceTime uh, with him or Skype. I can't do a window visit because literally no one answers the phone. And if it does roll over to an answering machine or something, I'll leave a message. No one returns my call. And she said, and I'm not kidding, for weeks and weeks, she said, I owe them money and I can't even, I, they, can't, they won't even call me to tell me how much I can make the checkout and mail them <laughs> money that they are owed and due. So, you know what? At some point, you just have to pull the trigger and call the state hotline and let the state 
work it out. So in Kansas, if you want to report some sort of an issue, serious issue of abuse, neglect, exploitation, or some of these serious communication issues in Kansas, you would call 1-800-842-0778. And in Missouri, you would call 1-800-392-0210. And those are the phone numbers. And don't call over something minor. Try to work it out. Try your very best to work out any and all situations with uh, the personnel in the building. But guess what? If that's not working, if they're not calling you back, if you have no idea what's going on with your loved one because of literally lack of or no communication, you're, you're left with no other recourse other than just to call the state and let them figure it out. So uh, hopefully you don't need to do that. But right about now, I know there are several people that need to do that. So give them a call. That's what they're there for. All right. I'm your host, Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace May God bless you and your family on this day and always. I'll see you next week right here on Senior Care Live. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.